Hey everyone, this is Zoe Sky. Thanks for checking out the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Well, I know you guys missed me because I had a quick hiatus. Well, kind of quick, but um, it felt like it could be long enough because vacations are absolutely fun. But I'm back. Um, I'm here with uh, a very special episode tonight. Uh, Will will be jumping in momentarily. Um, he has to take care of home duties, but he'll jump in. But um, again, this is a special episode of, of the Big O Belt podcast. Um, thank you for everyone who's been like looking to make sure was I okay because <laughs> the little hiatus. I mean, like, can't take two weeks out. I, I guess right. But next time, I make sure I submit my leave slip to all you uh, supervisors out there. Um, but tonight I do have a special guest. Um, and I really appreciate her taking the time to do this today. Um, this this is definitely gonna be a fun episode. I welcome to the show tonight, Zoe Sky. How are you doing today? Great, man. Thanks for having me. How are you? Very, very, very good. Um, so uh, first thing I want to say is, um, you are the hardest shimmer champion, and um, is this something about <laughs> the prestige of cap of carrying that championship? Because it's just like all three of you all are like literally the nicest people in the world. So I don't know if the requirements is to actually beat the other person or just to see who can be nicer <laughs> than the other person, <laughs> because that seems what it is. So Oz McKenzie is one of my favorite people in the world. So, um, and, and, and just from the interactions with you and stuff, you're absolutely, absolutely, you know, very, very nice. Look forward to, uh, Keep still keeping a, a continued eye on your career and everything. But uh, again, thank you so much for joining the show tonight. No, man, thanks. Uh, I appreciate it. But definitely, uh, I don't know if you'll feel the same way once you go back and actually watch that match. <laughs> I mean, I've had the uh, best intentions, uh, but I definitely take it. You know, I always try to do my best to be nice to everybody, but maybe not the nicest to Shaza in that match. So. <laughs> yeah, she had a busy weekend that week, too. So, you know, Very the, 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 the uh, icing on the cakes for you to come in and lay down a beat and like that. I, I mean, hey, but nonetheless. Um, so anyway, let's 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 get into it for tonight. So first off, I definitely want to start off by um, let, let's let's get in the fans um, a little bit updated with you. Um, the biggest thing I think we should touch on right now is now I, I know personally myself and I just want to know if, it, if there's anything I'm missing here. The transition between the monikers between Dust and Zoe's guy. Now it is out there. How did it come about? But what did it actually mean to you when that transition happened? Man, so the the full transition was uh, was really at the start is the, the first 10 years of my career was was Angel Dust, not just right. Dust. Um so you know, uh, I I got kind of a well-known name, and uh, it just it just kind of stuck, and it happened, and that's that's the best way I can explain it to people. It just it just happened. Okay. Um, Dust, uh, you know, branched off from Angel Dust uh, amongst the name change uh, and stuck with Rise and Shimmer uh, as I started teaming uh, with Rosemary mm -hmm. there and and started you know forming that alliance with her. Uh, but obviously, 
that name uh, wasn't intended to stick around. Uh, I was going to keep use. I was just going to switch to Zoe Sky and use it everywhere. And and so like there's there is definitely like a, a difference between Zoe Sky and Dust. You know, Dust is the that darker character uh, is is just a completely different person than what uh, Zoe Sky would be. You know, whether it be face or heel, really. Okay. Uh, but you know, it's just it's just one of those transitions. Just kind of it it kind of happened in the the midst of the name change. So I just kind of. I take it and, and use it where I need it and, and put it into my own spin as to what I want, you know, the actual Zoe Sky to be. I see. So more or less an evolution. I, I've, like you say, uh, Andrew Dust was just something that kind of just got dropped on your lap. Um, we obviously know of the demonic term, sort of say, when you just became Dust. But Zoe Sky is who you are, a 10-year yes. rev- revelation, sort of say. Um, yeah, yeah, Absolutely. And, and with that being said, you're molding into who you, who you want it to be. Uh, where do you see yourself as far as with this with this moniker uh, going forward in the future? You know, I mean, it's definitely while it's a name change and while it's a bit of a, a moniker and a bit of a gimmick change as a whole, um, there's been a slow transition of what I initially wanted the the name change and the character change to be. Um, but overall, it's me. It's who I am. I, I don't change who I am uh, in front of in front of fans and stuff. It's just, it's just easy to be me. And, and yeah. you know, I, I guess in a way, I am a very down to earth person. I just I just prefer to keep to myself. I'm, I'm I, you know, I like I said earlier, I'm a little bit shy. I'm a little bit quiet. I like to keep to yeah. myself. But when it comes to, you know, being in the business for 10, 11 years now mm-hmm. and, and, and seeing these people, and these fans, especially kids, I'm able to, to go ahead and just let myself be out there and, and, you know, introduce myself and just be who I am. And that's a lot of what this character is. So it was, yeah. it was definitely, uh, you know, it, it just more or less just a needed name change and just a little bit of a change to really allow myself to be uh, seen in, as, as more of a character or more of a person in the wrestling business, not just to fans. Right on. I think, too, and although I'm just a fan um, looking into the business, I think that a lot of success comes from uh, the individuals, uh, tag teams and stables who are, are definitely bound by their um, by them taking on who they really are in real life. And I think like um, obviously one of the biggest um, one of the biggest figures in that notion is the New Day. Um, the three of those guys were they, they had individual success, but the fact that they are they they are who they are day in and day out you just see like how genuine and and, and organic the chemistry is so um i think that's a and, and and for you too i think that's literally um a huge milestone that you um definitely you know not only just for 10 years but definitely a part of you that says like you know this this is everything i've mounted up to be all this time so uh plenty of success towards you for that Thank you. And, and I agree. Like it's those guys, you know, it, it's not like they weren't making a name for themselves, not doing stuff, but since they were able to be, able to be more of themselves, the not only are they having more fun and being able to put more of an effort into things, the fans and the people watching uh, you know, at home can get behind these guys yep. because they see they're having fun. So I yep. completely agree. And it's the same for me. You know, I like to let people see that I'm having fun so that they have yeah. fun as well. Yeah. So, um, uh, Getting into wrestling now, yeah, you have stated that your mom, and I really thought this was a really nice story too. Um, your mom obviously was a wrestling fan, and you found yourself sneaking into the room to watch <laughs> wrestling, like, "Hey, what you doing?" And uh, I wish Rose were here for a second because it's it's kind of cute because his daughter sneaks into the room where we're doing shows and stuff, like, "What you doing?" And 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 um, you know, just to hear that story keep repeating over and over and over. 
and to build success off of it is uh, absolutely a good thing. But yeah, your mom not only <laughs> you know was the person that put this idea in your head, but she also was the person that found your first wrestling school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so (laughs) she didn't necessarily, she herself obviously didn't hate me watching wrestling, my brother and I watching wrestling. Uh, It was my dad who didn't care for us watching wrestling. It was back in the Attitude Era. So it was, you know, it was was okay. Well, mom would let us sneak downstairs and watch, but hey, dad's going to be home, you know, by this time. So make sure you're in bed before he gets home. So, and my mom was definitely uh, (laughs) the one that instigated it all along. But yeah, she's always, uh, I, I mean, I just saw her today. She, she always is behind what, what any of her kids, but anything that I do, she's always been there for it. And wrestling, uh, literally, she's been there since day one. <laughs> that is that's that is awesome right there. I, what, do, what do you think was your dad vendetta against the attitude era? I mean, was it? You? Oh, I know exactly what it was. I know oh. exactly what it was. Uh, <laughs> my dad, uh, one day, I want to say my brother and I were, were down watching, maybe when he came home from work or, or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know that it was one or the other or both just happened to be like on the same segment or like one right behind the other. Uh, but the two main reasons, <laughs> Val Venus and Goldust, uh, those, <laughs> those two were the main reasons why he didn't want us watching wrestling. I don't know how much he understood that was going on, but it was just the fact that it, Attitude Era, those two guys, uh, that's the reason my dad didn't want us watching wrestling. <laughs> I, I have to say that as much as I enjoyed Val Venus' character, that was definitely one of those <laughs> ones where you want to like talk loud or like, you know, di- direct attention away from the TV when your parents is around because <laughs> yeah, sex yeah. was they're so good when you think about them now. But man, that would never float. <laughs> now it yeah, is. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was definitely something else. It was it was literally after that. It was no more watching, no more watching wrestling. So that's why we, we snuck down and watch wrestling yeah. after that every Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, do you ever go back to your dad now and say, Dad, look how cool Goldust is. I mean, he's a he's, he's obviously. <laughs> bigger in, in society he's a stand-up guy like look look <laughs> look at the person that right you if, he, if, he, if he saw gold dust now i'm sure it would be in a different light especially the time between the era the attitude era now um he actually my dad passed away in a car accident a few years ago but since i started wrestling and doing shows um all his concern was was just me not getting hurt yeah i guess not watching that anymore kind of helped but he uh he kind of quietly uh, you know just kind of let it you know let it be okay and he actually yeah. i actually got him to come to a couple of shows and stuff so That's like awesome. that in itself uh, I, I definitely it was i felt like we got like past that so it was definitely he may not have been super happy that i was doing it but he was yeah. glad that i was happy and just as long as i wasn't hurt he was okay that's also and on that note too i'm sure he's watching down on you and keeping a very protective shield over you because as far as i'm concerned I don't believe you've sustained any major injury since you've been wrestling. No, no, it's not See? on wood. Literally, I, I yeah. would, yes, absolutely, I agree. And thank a, you, I appreciate that's that. That's a higher power for sure, right there. Um, yeah. So, so I do know that you also said um, in the past that um, you wish you had, and, and this is this might be a, a complex question. You said you did wish that you um, did branch out a little bit more initially, and um, we we, are, we will talk about the initial school that your mom found. But in a sense of you wishing you had of branched out more, vice versa, of you being the person you are, maybe kind of an inner shell that maybe prevented you from wanting to branch out more, kind of, you know, content and happy you found something, but also very like, you know, I don't want to go further than this at this point. 
let's talk about those emotions right there the initial emotions of your mom uh finding the school till it's happening to you you know all of that you know uh i completely agree with that so my mom found uh the promotion uh they ran a you know on on tv on like a saturday night or some weird weird time uh, at night and uh you know i like i said i, I stayed up one night you know, and, and watch the whole thing. And then I saw like the website and so forth and in my space and whatever else was going on at the time. So I, uh, I reached out and, uh, you know, I, I started, you know, got in contact, took a minute and finally got a tryout, checked out some shows. Uh, and I stuck around and uh, by no means, uh, you know, for anybody who doesn't know, uh, training at Cleveland All Pro Wrestling at the time that I did, uh, I, I do wish I would have known about it sooner because I would have had a much more of a, a hand of being trained by JT um, they both JT Lightning and Johnny Gargano are both fantastic trainers. By no means, uh, by me saying I want to branch out, is me saying anything negative about my no, training. No, 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 no. Um, it's a it's a networking thing, obviously. Anyone anyone who's yep. absolutely think that I mean, look at the two people she's naming. This is for anyone who's just not above understanding that statement. To branch out means to network, to understand the business better, to see all angles. That's all that means exactly and like and back in that in that time especially after i did start traveling around and meeting more people it was it was there was a lot of uh a lot of uh, issues i guess and just a lot of uh tiptoeing around promotions and people in the cleveland area uh back back then when, when i started training that it, it was kind of it was almost it was intimidating you know you yeah. didn't know who to talk to and you didn't want to make anybody mad and you just yeah. it, you just and, you know i didn't know Knowing how things have transformed uh, between then and now, I, I completely recommend to people uh, anytime I see anybody, no matter how long they've been in the business, if you have an opportunity to go somewhere and train, go do it. Even if it's just a, you know, for a week or a day, you know, if you're, if you're traveling out of town and you happen to be in an area where you can jump in on a training session one or two days in the week before you, you hit a couple of shows on the weekend, do it. It's not going to hurt anybody. It's not yeah. going to hurt you. You know, yeah. I, I, I do wish that I would have... Uh, you know, I went up to uh, the Mega Championship Wrestling School up in Elyria, Ohio, uh, quite often. Uh, my my current fiance, Sean Blaze, was uh, was already wrestling, but still would go to training uh, weekly and so forth. And I would go with with him and a lot of the other guys regularly to training. Uh, a guy by the name of Chris Cole, uh, who was, uh, was a pretty decent name. You you know the name. Mm-hmm. Uh, he uh, he was running the school then. Uh, okay. and I was just so intimidated. I would sit and I would listen to everything he told whoever he was training at the time and whoever was in the ring. And he constantly was, you want to get in here and work out with these guys? You're welcome to. And I was just always so intense. I was like, no, no, it's okay. I'll just, I'll just sit and watch. And I wish I had gotten in that ring and trained with him because yeah. just how much more I could have just gotten on top of that would have been fantastic. But yeah, it, like I said, for me, I wish I had done it in, in saying that by no means is that anything saying negative yeah. about Johnny or JT, but I do wish that, uh, you know, anybody who has that drive now takes that opportunity when they have it. Yeah. I mean, let's talk about this for a quick second. Now, JT lightning train uh, and, and you're within some of the hardest hitting, a company of, of wrestlers out there right now so jt lightning obviously is uh notably trained uh matt cross or a uh, son of havoc and johnny gargano gargano um and then uh johnny gargano who um if you could tell me in a second um the transition between the, the two trainers here uh john gargano trained uh pb smooth dominic carini gregory iron and you're within this company of like some of the biggest tallest of oh, tallest but you know not uh, not tallest but some of the hardest hitting people P- pb is definitely really tall um in there so like 
and that says a lot about you as it is right there. Uh, but yeah, what, what was the transition between the two, or it, was there any really dynamics between their styling, um, uh, their styling training? Um, oh, I mean, JT definitely had uh, the aggression behind him. He was very, uh, I, I definitely was intimidated by him anytime I saw him. Uh, as I started training, so I met him, uh, it was uh, mid, mid-November, maybe end of October, November, something like that. I met him uh, in 2006, and, uh, and even just meeting him after one of his events just to get his card and talk to him about training uh, was one of the scariest moments ever. I didn't know who he was. He looked like he was like like just he was he I could tell he had a ton going on he was in the middle of paying the guys and getting the ring tore down he had his trainees doing stuff and all the guys doing stuff the last thing he did was this little five foot you know tall girl uh wandering around asking him about wrestling and training and so forth he probably had no idea if it wasn't for the fact that I was wearing my my military uniform he probably would have thought that I was like a child and had no idea what I was doing there um but his I definitely I mean obviously you can see uh, I guess I could see that uh, that training between him and what he taught, you know, Johnny for Johnny to go ahead and, and teach on to other students. Uh, when I started, um, it was me. Uh, I think Greg was a year or so in before me. Uh, Matt Justice was uh, probably a, a year or two, uh, you know, started before me. So so these guys were also helping me when it came to training as well. And there were a handful of guys, Ben Boone, uh, a couple of guys that wrestled for a few years and, and haven't wrestled since. But I mean, they, they just the the list of guys. Uh, and then, of course, transitioning to when Johnny took over at AIW and started training, just the transition of guys. Uh, you can tell that Johnny has has the heart not only for himself to succeed, but to help others. Yeah. And, and and no matter what level it was when he was 18, 19 years old, you know, training little me to to being in his mid-20s training these AIW kids, like he he definitely was somebody that I was very happy to to have as a trainer. Yeah. I don't doubt it one bit. I mean, this guy frequently frequently tweets, um, you know, if you see him, come talk to him. Don't be a, you know, don't be afraid. And that's a lot considering the stardom that's behind that guy. So I b- absolutely believe when it comes down to his heart and passion for uh, the business and his fans and definitely the people who wants to train. I mean, that's got to be some of the best bang for your buck ever, right? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> hey, Will, welcome to the show, man. Yes, indeed. I had a little uh, action to take care of there, but I am <laughs> back after a good few weeks off here on the big gold belt. <laughs> Good times, good times. So, um, we 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 you know we covered uh, a little bit of background, a little bit talking about the training and stuff, the mom influence. Uh, right now, um, I do want to say that you did mention uh, about joining the military. Where, where, where in the timeline does this fit? And um, obviously, uh, one of everyone's favorite yeah. question is what branch? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was actually uh. Here we here we are at the end of you know September filming this. Uh, September eleventh, two thousand one uh, is this this I literally have never really told anybody was uh, really along like the biggest deciding factor. I was always interested in the military, always had you know just intrigued with it, and just but just didn't know what I wanted to do with with my life and so forth. And uh, sitting in, in history class and having that on the TV, I I knew that at some point. Uh, that it would become much more than just seeing it on TV. It would become something more. And I, and I, and I was, I, I just didn't know what I wanted to do career wise and otherwise, but I knew the military was, was definitely 
you know, big on my heart then. Uh, so I actually uh, changed high schools. The the high school that I had gone to uh, for the majority of you know my my age years, and then of course, I, just as I was about to graduate, uh, I ended up switching schools uh, between my junior and senior year. So literally halfway through my junior year, I I switched schools. Uh, I was at a school where I was very athletic. Um, I was I was the season before, uh, like I, I was on the, the state cross country, you know, team for the, for the girls, uh, my cross country coach begged for me to, to come, you know, to keep coming to the school so I could run my senior year there. Um, you know, athletics for me were like a big thing. And when I moved to this other school, uh, athletics for them, while they were big for the school, the teams weren't the greatest, yeah. uh, the cross country, nobody had the, the heart and desire to, to run, you know, and, and to be a, a good, at least, at least not the, 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 the senior class that I came in, the, the, the class before me had the a great team and great runners, but you know, like a lot of the runners were just wanted to run to stay in shape and so forth, yeah, but good yeah. for them. But, you know, I came from a school where, uh, the boys at that, at that point had like a, I think 13 years or 15 years straight of going to state. So, uh, it was just, it was a big running school. Uh, so in that transition of going uh, from one school to another, I lost a lot of interest in, in what I was doing. And I just decided that I, once I hit 17, you know, I talked to my recruiter and so forth. Once I hit 17, I was, I was allowed to enlist, uh, as long as I was between, uh, my junior and senior year in high school. And of course I had my, uh, my parents sign. Um, and I, you know, I knew I'd be back to to come back and run. I'd be able to come back and do sports, finish my my senior year, and I just felt like it, it would have been a good time. So in the, uh, it was actually April twentieth, two thousand five. I went to Meps and I was sworn in uh, in the United States Army Reserve. Um, I don't remember. Uh, I, I mean, I remember that that day was like the scariest day of my life. I didn't know what I was doing. It was literally <laughs> like that. I just, I had no idea what was going on, you know, until of course the summer when I went to training. Uh, literally so life changing. You know, literally. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Uh, you know, getting up at super early in the morning to have people uh, tell me to sit in this chair and to do this physical form and do all this. And then to go and get yelled at on a daily basis, like it, like I wanted that in my life. <laughs> uh, so yeah, in the in summer two thousand five, uh, I went down to Fort Jackson, uh, North uh, South Carolina. Uh, did my my boot camp, my basic training, and then the after I graduated from high school, so summer two thousand six is when I uh, went through my job training and, and got my MOS, uh, and actually was, you know, through training and into the mil in the military. Yeah. Um, it was. You know, I was home in, I want to say, end of August, maybe very early September. And then two months later, uh, I found wrestling and started <laughs> training and so forth. Uh, I definitely enjoy the military and I love the training aspect. And I love, you know, I, basic training to me, I, I could have done that every day uh, from there until now and been okay and been happy. Uh, not many people could have. Lots of people quit. <laughs> lots of people hated it. But I definitely enjoyed it. But yeah. uh for me, I definitely could see, I, like I, I mean, I trained in finance and I, once I got to my unit, I didn't do anything it, it, when it came to finance. Uh, I, I sat at a desk, you know, one weekend a month and, and shredded papers and so forth. It sounds mm -hmm. terrible, but it's just mm -hmm. the unit that I went to didn't have a finance section. So I was stuck right. just doing other stuff. So I just lost a lot of interest in it because of that. Yeah. And then of course I found wrestling and wrestling between wrestling 
and and sports in general uh it it definitely took a big hold for me and, and i and i had to do it yeah i definitely so you, remember those 3.1s in cross country <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah fun. and definitely I can't do them now <laughs> I, I know right and definitely thank you uh for your time in the service thank you i appreciate it guys well so if you relished basic that must have been a huge confidence booster going into a wrestling training that you're already tearing that up and uh not dreading it every morning when they're getting you out of bed. You know, so- uh, I guess I was used to that. I was just, I was so intimidated. I was just, I'm always, I'm just a very quiet, shy person meeting JT. I was like, I don't know what to expect. And I literally felt that I was like, I went through basic training. Like what could I possibly have to deal with? I literally almost puked the first day of training. Uh, <laughs> like it was, it was a lot more difficult than I expected, but I definitely, it definitely helped me, uh, maintain uh the thought process of staying in, in shape and in physical shape and just in you know between then and now so it's definitely helped me a lot having never done it myself but just having talked to people who've been through wrestling training the biggest thing i always end up hearing is that there's nothing that will ever prepare you for taking bumps on a regular basis and just and building up that callus to getting used to taking bumps and it's just something everyone has to go through, but there's nothing you can do to prepare for it. It's just a completely unique experience unto itself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. No, I completely agree. I, I literally had no idea what I was getting into. And I don't even, I mean, it's, it's been so long now. I don't even know how it was explained to me, you know, the situation of, Hey, listen, you're just going to come in here and just, and just fall. Uh, you just, just, we're going to figure it out. You know, it's just <laughs> one of those things we're like, Oh, okay. And the first one, I'm just like, no, this was like, why did I say yes? And what, what, what am I thinking? You know, it's just, and you're right. You know, like I said, I mean, obviously it's not one of those things you want to wish on somebody who's never done it before. You know, if, Hey guys, like you should, you should definitely go. Th- no, don't. It, it, you would think it wouldn't be so bad. Here we are 2018, but no matter what ring you're in, no matter where it's at, it, it's still the first time in the last time every time sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've been really busy. That's what I can say. You have you really have had your foot on the gas as far as your life. Um, since, um, seeing such a very um uh i can't even think of the word but 2000 uh, 9-11 um same almost the same story for me i remember i was sitting in class two and i was just like what is happening um and for you to take the courage to definitely know that was the light bulb going off to join the service all the way moving forward to 2018 having about 10 to 11 years under your belt what in the world because you have not mentioned yet where is your downtime what do you do for fun we're like what do you eat um and and will obviously uh runs a very very successful youtube channel the snack society um he is your food and snack expert so i know he's very curious here but yeah what, what do you eat what do you do in your spare time i mean obviously i saw your cat in the background too i mean yeah yeah she disappears she's on the floor now <laughs> okay i mean we, we welcome animals um on the show as well too we have questions for for pets too uh, she, she's, she's definitely she's trying to sleep she's i think she's tired of me moving she wants to sleep uh and see uh here's my spare time here it is uh we're talking uh so i've been lucky and uh i've always worked a job outside of wrestling uh and since i've come home uh from japan uh about a month and a half ago now um i just decided i hated work and I, I didn't want to do it anymore. Uh, so I'm not sure if that's a good idea, but 
I'm not working. So I now have a decent amount of spare time and I, I love it. I, I definitely right. have uh, some projects that I want to start from home so I can, you know, have money coming in, still work wrestling, you know, related stuff in on my daily mm -hmm. basis and so forth. Um, you know, the training school, not, not created about an hour and a half away. I try to go up there as often as possible, not nearly as much as I would like to. Mm -hmm. um, I spend my day with my cat. <laughs> we, uh, we hang out. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I'm very close to my family as well. Um, I do have one sister in California, as I've mentioned. Uh, I have mm -hmm. a sister in Indiana, um, but then I have two brothers, uh, and then of course my mom uh, and my uncle. I, I have, you know, th that are around and stuff. I, I have a two-year-old nephew uh, that I love, so I spend as much time with with my family in general as I can. Uh, food, man, I'm, I'm a very picky eater. Oh. I, I'm the uh -oh. pickiest of eaters. Uh, Japan was, uh, I was just telling them last night uh, that Japan was a, a terrible trip for me because I'm a very picky eater. Uh -oh. uh, I didn't eat much. <laughs> um, I do love junk food. I don't think there's anybody in the world who doesn't love junk food. I try to stay away. I try to keep uh, as best as possible, just generally uh, high on protein, you know, lean foods and stuff. Uh, I'm more of a, a chicken and hamburger kind of person when it comes to that. Um, I mean, I, I, I guess on my daily basis, really, I just, I, I mean, I, I don't do anything crazy. If I, if I meal prep, then I'm good. If I don't, then I eat junk. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, you know, just like anybody else, I try to have my goals and, and, but usually they, they fail and I just eat whatever I want, you know, eat out a lot. So <laughs> I don't do as well as I probably should. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so if you love the junk food, when, when you have your opportunity, when you have your cheat, what's your go-to? Given no, my cheat's like every day. <laughs> every day is a cheat. <laughs> well, what's your favorite uh, cheat then? <laughs> my favorite cheat. Oh man. Uh, hmm. Man, I do. I don't know why this is so hard. I love <laughs> like uh, Oreos and milk, but I have to be in the mood because I don't care for milk that much. Okay. Uh, okay. Yeah, I, I just. I mean, I love cookies and chips and. <laughs> anything you know usually if i get hungry it's just open the fridge you go god i hope there's some food in here and i usually just eat whatever you know it's just sitting around you know i, <laughs> right, right. I have bread and peanut butter right now i haven't gone grocery shopping so i have peanut butter and jelly sandwiches going on in my house right now <laughs> well, that's definitely a go-to absolutely is, a go-to yeah always peanut butter is probably my favorite thing ever i'm with right, you on that, that one <laughs> <laughs> okay deal deal uh uh what what and what was the last thing you just reviewed, Will? What was the last? So we, we were filming stuff yesterday, but that was commercials. Oh, God. What were you, so you're, you're putting me on the spot here. I wasn't even ready for uh, Snack Society action. What was the last thing? You, you know what I was looking for? There's brand new Oreos, since you just mentioned Oreos, that just came out that um, are a Disney tie-in for Mickey Mouse's 70th birthday. And apparently they got the birthday cake filling on the chocolate cookie with like a Mickey Mouse logo on them or something. Not exactly the most exciting new Oreo, but those are the brand new ones that apparently just came out, but I haven't found them yet. I'm searching for those. I've seen, I've seen pictures. We'll have to keep an eye out for sure. <laughs> yeah, I think they're, they're supposed to come out this week, but I couldn't find them yesterday when I was ah. looking. So the Rocky Road ones they put out just before that were amazing. Those yeah? are tremendous. 
Yes. I usually go with the original. I don't get too crazy with the flavors and stuff. It, it scares me away. I, at least I'm picky. I don't try new things. So right. uh, I'll, you, I'll take your word. That that I won't mind trying. You can't beat the classics. You can't beat the classics. So I totally yeah. understand. They never let you down. <laughs> so um, you, um, you've worked or you are working, Rise. Um, you just returned from stardom, which I will, will be curious to know about that transition. Um, Impact and Shimmer, you are a ch- uh, champion. Obviously, you're the hardest Shimmer champion, the mega fighting spirit champion, and you are uh, a champion, uh, the, the Guardian Arise uh, championship, a champion, half of the championship. Um, so wh- what other promotions are you looking forward to? And also, too, the, the stardom thing, because that's that's a big move, and um, and you just returned. Um, can we talk about that that phone call or email or or how did that come about? Yeah, um, so that actually came through with uh, working with Rise uh, back in December of last year. Um, we were doing an event with Rise, but we were doing it in uh, California, um, and they were able to bring over uh, some of the Japanese girls and, of course, the owner of uh, of Stardom, uh, and they were able to work out a, a relationship where uh, we were going to send a handful of the Rise uh, talent over to Stardom uh, for this, this little mini tour. Initially... Uh, Actually, we didn't know anything finalized until I want to say, God, but maybe March, March of this year. It was mm-hmm. it was relatively late. It was uh, like so when we first heard about it, we had speculation of basically I was told to keep my my summer fairly flexible and open because we didn't have select dates. Uh, so of course that's always hard. Um, so when I was finally given. Uh, closer time frames there was initially only i believe two or three dates like it was kind of like one weekend uh that they would be flying us out we would be doing uh you know a, a couple of shows and then uh, ideally would be coming back home um and in the process of all of this finally coming together uh there were six of us who were going to be going uh and then after those initial initial two shows we had an email asking if we were available for uh anywhere up to i think uh it was about five weeks so maybe eight eight shows like eight events i believe um so of course you know i, I kept most of my summer open because it just happened to work out pretty well uh nothing nothing really too big jumped out for me so i you know offered that i could stay a length of time uh and therefore they kept me so i ended up uh the beginning of July, I don't know the date on the top of my head, but uh, I left the beginning of July and I came home with the second week of August. So I was able to tour uh, with Stardom in Japan for about five weeks or so. Yeah, it looks like it, you had a pretty good assortment of opponents here and a pretty good crew with you too. Kylie Ray was over there too. Let's see who else on here. Who else went on this little adventure? <laughs> Over there, Britt exactly. Baker was over there at the same time. Yep, yep. Kikyo was there. Um, initially, it was supposed to be uh, myself, Britt Baker, Kikyo, uh, Kylie, and then Shotzi Blackheart and Delilah Doom. Uh, both Shotzi and Delilah got hurt initially, yep. like I think maybe a week or two before we had even gone, so they didn't go out yep. there at all. Um, Britt Baker was only there for the, maybe I think the the first week or so. So like maybe like two shows, she wasn't Mm -hmm. able to stay the whole length of time because of other obligations. Um, and then, so that left, uh, 
Kylie Ray, I think, was there for about two, two and a half weeks. And then uh, I left myself and Kikyo, who were supposed to stay the full like five weeks or so, whatever it ended up, uh, whatever it was supposed to be. Uh, but then Kikyo uh, also got hurt while we were there. What? Uh, Kikyo, oh, yeah. yeah oh, oh, don't worry. There's plenty more. Kikyo got hurt before... <laughs> Uh, before the the bell of the first show, like well, we were in 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 the building, everybody was in gear, ready to go, and she was in the ring, just kind of walking around and going, you know, just going through some stuff, and uh, she ended up blowing her knee out. She actually, wow. I believe, just uh, I mean, I don't know what today's date is, but just yesterday or today, uh, had surgery. Uh, oh. Yeah, yeah, uh, but I, I I definitely like she's she's definitely a strong headed person. She'll come back well, you know. It, yeah. It's definitely. It sucks for her, but I, I can tell it. She she'll come back with just as much drive and determination as she had before. Uh, and then, of course, uh, actually, Kylie Ray yeah, uh, about had one. gotten hurt. Yeah, yeah, yep. she got hurt. Uh, the last show, I believe, the last event she was supposed to, maybe the second to last event she was supposed to be on. Uh, it was actually uh, myself, her, and Britt Baker tagging. Yeah. Uh, and she she got hurt. So when she came home, she ended up having surgery as well on her shoulder. Yeah. Yeah, I saw Britt um down um um in Orlando. I was down there for the Mae Young Classic. Um she worked uh some of the dark matches for that. But um yeah, we gotta figure out we gotta give you a nickname. Uh it's not gonna click to me now, but I mean you are anti injury. This don't jinx me, man. Don't, <laughs> don't jinx me. I'm so lucky right now. <laughs> I mean you you literally Let's not were, spot like that. I mean, the bug, <laughs> no, no. She, obviously, I'm just going Zoe, the Terminator Sky, because literally <laughs> that bug. I like it. I like it, but let's not jinx it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um. <laughs> well, speaking of which, that does bring up the getting into the whole nickname thing. Let, let's get into the, the evolution of the name as as we're looking here. So I'm, I'm seeing Angel Dust, Dust. Yeah. And now Zoe Sky. So we, we were the name has evolved, especially in recent time here. So what what what's the we, thinking behind all of it? We we brought it up a little bit earlier about it, but I do I do want to I do want to just to, 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 uh, direct that question into another direction. Um, okay. So with the Zoe Zoe Sky thing, do you also feel like the opportunities once that name changed? Because obviously the Zoe Sky became who you wanted to be. It was it was the it was the cocoon of Andrew Dust to the demonic us to zoe sky the reflection <laughs> of self but again stardom is a big move a lot of people always mirror that the place they want to work is stardom you know there's the you know obviously there's wwe but everyone always mentions stardom and that's you just returning but do you feel like this is a reflection of self um obviously uh, investing in yourself being the, the moniker who you wanted to be do you think this is absolutely a result of that yeah, you know, I definitely, uh, I definitely feel that uh, it just like, like, I mean, the name change has been the step in the right direction. Uh, and like you said, I mean, I couldn't tell you how long back I've heard co people consistently, you know, females all the time saying something about stardom, whether it was two years ago, five years ago, eight years ago, 11 years ago, you know, I, I constantly heard it. And I just, I, you know, like I said, I'm always the shy, quiet person. Me being my first time away from home was joining the military. I was, I was so nervous. That was the thing I was most nervous about was being away from home. And now that I've had that, that time to travel a little bit and be away from home, uh, I wasn't as nervous and I was glad that uh, that opportunity came to me when it did. Um, you know, I actually ended up spending the last three weeks that I was in Japan completely by myself. There were no other foreigners there. 
uh, you know, at the at the apartment with me. So it was one of those things where it gave me time to really sit and focus and 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 think about myself and where I wanted to be when I came home and so forth. And uh, I definitely uh, saw, a, a, you know, I, I felt a change in the way that uh, I was I was looked at and perceived by people because it is a big deal. You know, yeah. people see that and. You know, just the fact that I was able to go overseas like that, especially people who don't get that opportunity or young, younger guys and girls that come in that don't quite know that opportunity is out there for them. It's it's always seen as like a, as a big deal. Uh, but but for me, no matter how long it took, I knew it was going to be a big deal. And I was glad that I was able to have that time to to really focus. And, and now that I'm home, uh, I want I don't you know, I want to take advantage of. Uh, the the little bit of publicity that I've gotten from it, so that I can I can get myself out there like I wanted to, you know, a couple of years ago, and, and really get out there on a level that I feel like I could be at. Yeah, very cool. So the other big thing I see going on is Paradise Lost, which is quite the faction between you and Rosemary and Raven's Ash, and I'm loving the T-shirt design, by the way. Awesome, yeah, it's my fans. I'm so excited for it. <laughs> So give us some, some 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 of the details on what's the what's the plans here for this. This is quite the I'm loving the pictures, the whole look of it. So what what's the plans here? Is it gonna take over a shimmer and rise is the idea or I mean that sure is the intent. Uh I mean <laughs> I feel like uh you know, so so initially uh starting with with me starting with rise uh, i went did the first seminar was able to get put on the first show won the first ever phoenix of rise title uh kind of went in as as the uh the the bitter slightly unhappy vet but like happy to know that i have a chance to put myself out there in a spotlight uh and, and of course you know oddly enough for as as long as myself and uh rosemary prior even prior to rosemary uh were have been in this business we've never crossed paths in any way you know uh, i don't even know that i was actually on any events with her and if i was it was when i was super young and had no idea who anybody was yeah. uh so meeting with her and, and starting that connection where uh, i joined with her and started tagging uh, literally did bring uh, a, a completely different person out. You know, I was able to see a lot of different things in, in the ring, outside of the ring, just in wrestling as a whole differently because she had a different look. And, you know, even though she's, I think she's been wrestling maybe a year uh, shorter than I have, she's had the exposure and the experience. And she's been wrestling so many, you know, talented girls that I may not have gotten a chance to when, you know, at the same time she did that she was able to feed lots of uh you know I, I was able to get under her learning tree and learn so much more uh so i mean and of course you know she she got hurt some things came about so of course now the faction the, the three of us um i i really feel like it's uh it's something different uh this was just brought up last night uh somebody had asked about you know women and stables and so forth and while you see you know groups of three and four you see stables i really feel like we could be something that really stands out and gets attention and and we're different, you know, and, and it's just, it's one of those things where it's just, it's fun right now. I'm yeah. enjoying it, and, and and I think that you know, if Rosemary definitely helps a lot with that. So I think that we're able to to use this to turn things completely into a, a different, you know, a different spin on things where we're enjoying it. And 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 like I said, just getting people invested in what we're doing is is always fantastic. Yeah, I, awesome. I definitely got it. I definitely got a, a you know 
one thing I will say is if you search on YouTube for you, you guys' rises videos and and um and, and, and other promotions together, some of the most entertaining promos I've watched literally as a playlist, you can literally go through them, follow the whole storyline, and it's just, it's really authentic. It's really, really good. I even like the the initial turn uh, when the stable kind of started to form uh the uh for about to say format format or make format or make whatever um when you turned on Delala Doom and or sort of but either way that was really good and then you know you just keep watching more videos as it progresses it's, it's really good stuff good I'm glad it's made sense because it's it's been very uh, while you wouldn't think that this is the right term it's been a very a very fun road since that initial rise and what we've been able to do this whole time is it's been a lot of fun awesome so um did did you have anything to add to that before I? Should we segue into Fury? Yeah, I think I think I think it's about that. <laughs> into time. the local scene. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, first off, I'm gonna say before we go there, Rosemary, you you we you, you talked about the stable. You talked about um the sort of say the bomb. But what type of influence besides obviously her taking you a little bit over to the dark side? You dropped the angel to straight dust now but <laughs> being around someone like that uh how has that influenced you what part and how much of that influence still exists in zoe's guy uh i mean i definitely could say uh it's it's one of those things where it's not like she's uh like the the, the whole thing is like a brainwash or anything like it's just it's just she she just has i don't i don't know like it, it's just easy to be able to uh just be absorbed by what she's doing it's yeah. it's easy to to just be intrigued and, and pay you know like fans obviously love watching her and there's a reason for it but then to be on the other side of that where mm-hmm. you're backstage and ringside and in the ring and tagging and, and all of this with her uh it definitely uh is is just it's not changed me uh but it's definitely like you say almost brought something different out of me mm. and uh I mean, I, I can't say that it's not a part of Zoe Sky because I've always kind of had like that, you know. I I'm I'm just I want to have a good time, but I'm not afraid to <laughs> have an attitude or a, a, you know throw out my uh, my opinion and so forth. I guess um, I'm definitely uh, not you know I, I, the way I wanted the things to go uh, with with the Dust character. Uh, I was just I was always just so timid and worried about what it would be perceived as. Yeah. Um, that. I'm able to be much more confident with where I'm going with it now uh, to where it doesn't necessarily bleed into Zoe sky, but I guess, I guess it can be seen in a way because it's just, it's, it's becoming a comfort for me. It's, it's easy for me to, to put it out there like that. Yeah. There's, there's a reasoning to that question. So let's, let's catch people up. So fairy pro wrestling um, based in Rockville, Maryland, their debut show was June 10th. um, And you opened up, um, that debut show against Sashi Blackheart in one hell of a match, much I say. Um, you guys, chemistry is really good in the ring, very charismatic. I can't, I'm so tongue tied. <laughs> <laughs> um, but obviously, you picked up the win, um, in a, like I say, in a very, very good match. And the night was good. Um, the, the, the you, did, you, did, you did what you had to do, you set the tone and the pace for the night, and it was that. You could have, you know, you stuck around for halftime. You met with fans. 
nonetheless, you could have wiped your hands with it and just rolled out. But you being the person you are, this person who's just really nice. And like I said, uh, immediately upon meeting you, I just knew you were um, a, a kind individual, well-spoken. And um, it, I think you let it probably got the best of you because uh, during the intergender uh, world title match, uh, James Ellsworth, who faced Sue Young, um, James Ellsworth, we know he's going to do anything in his power to try to pick up a win. Um, he initially, Sue had actually thought she won the title, um, fair and square, but you know, James being the person he is, um, took advantage of an injured Sue and um, got his way, eventually winning the title, uh, keep re- retaining the title. Um, but at this point, Sue was very furious, and anyone knows of angry Sue Young <laughs> is something you don't want to be around. And poor, poor our friend Chris Sharp, who ref this match, was the target of this rage. Um, and um, the ring crew they tried to get out there to help, and 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 these guys they gave it their all, but you couldn't stop her. She grabbed a um, a chair, swinging it everywhere. And she just was not going to leave that ring. Um, but you being the person you are, along with Jenny Rose and uh, uh, and um, and um, Luscious Latoya, uh, Latasha, excuse me, comes out. And well, what do you know? <laughs> Sue decided that uh, she was going to make you the target of her fury, uh, pun intended. And um, you received a nice, <laughs> a nice bub laugh too. Which I believe you had on a very nice outfit that day that I'm sure you wish you could have just wore home. Probably, you know, your outfit for the rest of the evening, but Sue didn't care. Yeah. yeah. So we fast forward yeah. to October 7th, where you do now get your revenge for this situation. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of emotions here, um, especially being a, a, a good Samaritan as you are and you know, probably sometimes you probably wish you would have just went home, but you you never backed out from any challenge, obviously. And obviously, I mean, and, and probably you 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 might have been the one to initiate this challenge. But um, yeah, let's hear your side of the story here. Yeah, I mean, that'll teach me to to go out and try and save the day, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I you know I don't I don't I don't even know. Like, I wasn't to go out and really like it wasn't because I was worried about James Ellsworth or what was going on. You know, it was just. It's one of those things where it just seemed like the right thing at the right moment. Just, you know, she, there was nothing wrong. She was, you know, she was her, you know, but it was just like, hey, kind of calm down. Like, it's okay. Like, you know, somebody's on your side. Let, let us just calm you down. And apparently just seeing more people just made her more furious. And uh, yeah, so I got the mist. Um, it definitely wasn't intended on going out there to cause any ill will. I wasn't going out there to like start fighting or anything. You know, just calm down. Like, it's okay. Like, literally the end of the show it'll be all right like let's go maybe tell them that you want to wrestle again next time or something but uh you know i just uh i can't even say wrong place at the wrong time because i uh, i did it to myself i uh went out there um but uh, yeah i'm you know i literally have a terrible memory but i'm pretty sure i did uh i i don't even think i made it like fully back through the curtain before i said like i i i want I want a match because it just didn't seem like the right uh, the right thing to do. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and I've always had respect for Sue. Um, I actually uh, saw her a while back, and she reminded me that I met her uh, probably eight nine years ago now. 
uh, in Tennessee at a show before she was Sue Young, uh, you know, and I didn't even realize it. And uh, it was just one of those things where it just made me realize who, you know, how people change in the business. And uh, so now she's she's changed into this, uh, into Sue Young to where you don't know what to expect from her, you know, kind of thing. And and I guess in that sense, I don't know what to expect, you know, come October 7th. But I do know that regardless, I intend on going out there, getting a little bit of revenge, but just just showing that me going out there to to maybe try to help save the day or whatever I may have been attempting to do was was all for, for you know, good, good show. You know, I was just trying to go out and help out. And now I just want a good, clean Let's just put it out there, a wrestling match. You know, I'm not asking for anything crazy. I don't need any ridiculous chairs or anything. You know, let's not get too, uh, you know, crazy about it. But, you know, I just I just want kind of to, you know, I just want to kind of even even the score there. Yeah. I mean, no blood miss this time around. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, completely not. And definitely no miss. We're going to stay away from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good luck for that happening, because I don't think I've ever seen her not use any of her available uh, weapons or tools at hands. But again, this will be at Fury Pro Wrestling Sunday, October 7th. This is at 7548 Standish Place, Rockville, Maryland. Uh, the doors are at 1.30. The bell's at 2 p.m. Um, You can get all your uh, information from this at FuryProWrestling.com. Well, the main event will be Zoe Sky versus the Undead Bride, Sue Young. Now, you again, you've never faced her. But never. to my original question before we got into this, you do have, you know, a good asset to your side in Rosemary, the demon assassin, who shared. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. You got it, man. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was like, I was like there can't be that much of a jump to being the running buddy of a demon assassin to then going and facing an undead bride. <laughs> there's, How much uh, of- there's, there's definitely going to be a, there, there, that difference in that, in that mentality. I guess if anything, I, I, uh, I have the opportunity to kind of maybe try to get into the, you know, uh, impact multiverse Rosemary to kind of get a little bit of that information. But it's one of those things where I don't necessarily uh, go out with the intent of, using others to my advantage you know uh you know at this point for me uh what people tell me are always are always hearsay it's easier for me to see things okay you know for me i i sit back you know uh, i go to the gym daily so i'll sit and i'll watch matches and i'll watch sue young whether it be impact matches or indie matches this week last week a year ago five years ago whatever it may be i i i go back and do my own homework so that i can see who it is that i'm dealing with you know, everyone in life always needs a little bit of help. And we know Sun Young is very, very good at the mind games. But one of the best in the business of mind games is absolutely Rosemary. And I think absolutely. that is a <laughs> skill that you can definitely utilize going into this match. Can't um, say it, that I may or may not have some mind games to, to play as okay. well. But we just have <laughs> to go into for, for sure. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. It will be the main event. And that will be very, very, very exciting. Um, so, uh, what do you have anything before we, uh, close out of here soon? Let me, let me finish up with this one. This one I always like to ask for a talent that, that people might not, you know, some of the listeners might not know so much about. So I always like to put this one out there considering all the place, all, well, especially with all your years of experience. I mean, you've covered a lot of ground, a lot of opponents and a lot of different areas, what are some of your favorite matches that you've been in that you would recommend if people wanted to 
check out your work and get a get a get a feel for who Zoe Sky is. Man, I uh, I hate watching my own matches, so I don't <laughs> like to really recommend my matches. Um, and for as much as I've had some like fun matches that like made a bit of uh, an impact to help me uh, grow throughout my career. A lot of those older ones from uh, six and eight and 10 years ago are pretty uh-huh. rough. <laughs> don't go um, back that far then. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, uh, I, like I said, going back to watch it would probably be like the worst idea ever. Uh, but one of like the main matches uh, from, from early on in my career that was something that helped me feel like I was able to branch out and, and, and really get my name out there. Uh, was wrestling for AIW, uh, Absolute Intense Wrestling, up in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, against a guy by the name of Jefferson Saint. Um, okay. He doesn't wrestle anymore, uh, but he was he was uh, the women's champion uh, at the time for quite some time. <laughs> uh, yep. And uh, so, you know, doing like the old Andy Kaufman character and so forth. Nice. Um, but that was definitely something that helped me uh, really feel like I was able to, to, to get my name, of course, at that time, Angel Dust, but, but get my name and my, and my, my appearance out. Um, and just overall, over the years, it's just like, I've, I've, I've just grown, uh, as I've wrestled so many people, uh, you know, I actually completely forgot I had the match and, and nothing against her. Um, but I wrestled Ali, uh, you know, uh, Cherry Bomb, uh, about a year, almost a year ago now, uh, at my debut for Queens of Combat. Uh, down in North Carolina, mm-hmm. and I like once somebody brought it to me, I realized like how at least how I, I haven't gotten a chance to watch the match back, but how uh, how confident I felt after the match, and even even before, but but going out there and, and having the match with her and and getting back to the curtain and feeling like I I, I did something that I, I felt like I hadn't done in a while, and that was have just a very solid overall match. Um, and of course, you know, going to Japan, uh, all my matches were fun. Um, but I definitely, uh, I think probably one of my, like one of the matches there that really made me feel like I, I gained some confidence to really come home and do something more uh, was, was wrestling uh, Momo uh, Wat- Watanabe. Yeah. Uh, I probably said that completely wrong. Uh, but regardless, uh, I ended up wrestling, I believe, maybe one uh, in one tag match, maybe two with her. Uh, but then I was able to have a singles match with her and uh, especially uh, being in front of a Japanese crowd and, 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 you know, having that completely different culture and everything else, having that match uh, made me come home and, and feel like, you know, everything that I've been doing with Rise and Shimmer in the last, you know, almost two years, uh, two going on three years or however long it's been, uh, it just it just feels like everything is, is starting to hit the right place. So it's made everything feel like it's finally coming together for me. Awesome. Some definite stuff to check out. And that match with Momo was on August 5th. So that should be up on Stardom World for people looking to check that out. That should be a pretty easy one to find. And I mean, obviously, this is just another case of when you invest in yourself, um, you see um, you see results and the Zoe Sky change um, is just a reflection of that. So um, to anyone, and I, I know you've been a big advocate to wanting to, to reach back and, and help others coming up. That's as, as simple as it gets. If you really want to see progressions in your career, invest in yourself. Don't be scared to step out the box. Don't be scared to network. Um, and for all that matters, reach out to Zoe. She's said it in numerous podcasts and interviews. She'll say it again here, too. I'm sure that if you need advice, hit her up. And if I can't give it, I'll find somebody who can. 
right on. <laughs> now, I'm not going to do what everyone else does because I know what your answer is going to be when they say, okay, now plug your social media so you can say, oh, I don't actually remember them all the time. So I'm, I'll help you plug them for you. <laughs> yes. So, I start literally carrying a business card with me anytime <laughs> I have. So it's like, oh, here, here's my, here's my stuff. <laughs> Definitely uh, step over and um, check out our Facebook page. Our official fan page is Zoe Sky Official. Um, Twitter is at Zoe Sky. And um, uh, excuse me, Sky is with an E at the end for uh, all three of these. So Twitter, Zoe Sky Pro. And um, Instagram, Zoe Sky Official. Definitely give a follow to all of those and um, keep updated with uh, everything that she has going on. And again, step over to at Fury underscore wrestling for all the latest updates for Fury Pro Wrestling. And their website at Fury Pro Wrestling 2 for all the information, uh, ticket sales and everything uh, for Fury Pro. So um, that is going to wrap it up. Besides the one thing that I didn't get a chance to say something about, too, when we brought up about hobbies. Now, I did hear this one interview, and I think you were kind of going on a rant about bookings and stuff like that. And I don't know who the male voice is in this video, but I did know that the male voice was like, hey, what's the problem? We're watching Dragon Ball. And you was just like, Dragon Ball? I mean, I guess, but I'd rather have bookings. Now, I must know, are you are you just not a Dragon Ball fan? Because I, I don't think there's much things better in life than Dragon Ball. Man, I really don't even remember what that was. Like, I, I probably was going on a rant. I, I hate talking, and I was clearly going on a rant. Um, so my fiancé uh, loves Dragon Ball, but I just have a very hard time, like, just sitting and really getting into it. So like I'm kind of into it because he is, but I yeah I'm sorry I'm I'm not that person that <laughs> that it's goes okay. on uh, it's okay. and, we'll, and watches a ton. It's okay. We'll just cut that off the show. <laughs> no reason to add negativity <laughs> out there. This <laughs> 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 I love Dragon Ball. So that's a good guy there. <laughs> <laughs> so um yeah that that would do it. Um again I'll plug your social media for you. But is there anything else you would like to plug or add here before we wrap it up? No, no, definitely uh, check out those pages. I constantly post uh, upcoming events and shows and, of course, available dates. Uh, so, you know, by all means, like you said, if anybody has questions, fans want to reach out, other wrestlers, by all means, everybody feel to feel free to reach out. I get back as quickly as I can. So thank you guys very much. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. And Zoe Scott, thank you. Um, that's Zoe Scott for the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, stay tuned for all our latest information and stuff. We will not be on any breaks for a long time. No more vacation days. <laughs> Anything, Will? I am perfectly good. Glad to be back and getting the big gold belt rolling again. And thank you, Zoe, for coming on with us tonight. Thank you, guys. Right on. We'll catch you guys next time.